From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In north-central Ohio, two children were killed in a one-car accident last night in the Marion County town of Caledonia. ONN's Tino Ramos reports. It happened at the intersection of Whitestone River Road and Roberts Road. A 30-year-old mother was driving. She failed to stop at the intersection and crashed her van, rolling it into a pond with her four children trapped inside. Bystanders and a rescue unit were able to pull the mother and her children from the water. They were all taken to the hospital, at least one taken to Nationwide Children's Hospital in Columbus. Unfortunately, her two and four-year-olds were pronounced dead at the hospital. The mom and her nine and seven-year-olds were in critical condition. Now, according to the Highway Patrol, they say all the children were in car seats at the time in Marion County. Tino Ramos. Caledonia is located between Marion and Galleon in Marion County. The CDC is getting ready to dig into the measles outbreak in Franklin County, where health officials say there are now 21 confirmed cases and are concerned more children will be infected. More from ONN's Lindsay Mills in Columbus. Next week, the CDC will send two of its epidemiologists to central Ohio to help Columbus Public Health investigate a measles outbreak. According to the health department, the oldest infected is a six-year-old who was exempt from getting the MMR vaccine required to enroll in school. Of the Columbus area measles cases, Columbus Public Health says all the children are unvaccinated. According to the latest data from the CDC, 89.6% of Ohio kindergartners had the MMR vaccine in the 2020-2021 school year. The U.S. median for the same year, 93.7 percent. I'm Lindsay Mills. In Northeast Ohio, the superintendent of Streetsboro City Schools released a statement announcing the death of a Streetsboro High School student. ONN's Dave Chodowski in Cleveland has the story. Senior James Woods has died, but no details have been released about his death. The school's cross-country team released a statement saying the team and community offer their condolences to the Woods family in this difficult time. I'm Dave Chodowski. An update to a story we brought you last week about a body that was found in suburban Cleveland. 40-year-old Paul Atticott II has been charged with the murder of Ryan Allen Krebs, who was reported missing in August. His body was discovered wrapped in plastic in the basement of Atticott's Parma home last Wednesday. According to Parma police, officers were initially called to the house for a domestic violence complaint, which led to a male being arrested and a female victim being transported to a hospital. A family member then went through the house to remove fire firearms for safekeeping and discovered the body. Krebs had been shot multiple times. Atticott is being held on $1 million bond. A former Ohio University police officer was in court yesterday accused of having sex with a minor. The victim is suing for $10 million, alleging the university failed to supervise the officer. ONN's Kevin Landers has more. The victim was in high school when this crime happened. She testified that she met the Ohio University police officer while at a career day at her high school. It was there that the two met and then hatched a plan for her to sneak out of her house to eventually have sex that same day. This dates back to 2005. The university argues the crime happened when Officer Robert Andrew Parsons was off duty. The attorney for the victim says evidence shows he was communicating with minors on his police computer. Parsons was convicted of having inappropriate contact with with a minor, he eventually served six months. But the question for the judge in this case is, could the university have foreseen this crime was going to happen? I'm Kevin Landers. An Indianapolis doctor who provided abortion drugs to a 10-year-old rape victim from Ohio in the weeks after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade defended her actions before a judge yesterday. 
More on this from ONN's Dave James. Dr. Caitlin Bernard testified during the second day of a court hearing on an attempt to block Indiana's Republican Attorney General from seeking patient medical records. The Attorney General's office says it's investigating whether Bernard properly reported child abuse and possibly violated patient privacy laws by telling a newspaper reporter about the girl's case. The doctor and her lawyers maintain the girl's abuse had already been reported to Ohio police and Child Protective Service officials. Bernard treated the girl in Indianapolis in June. The girl was unable to have an abortion near home because Ohio's fetal heartbeat law took effect with the Supreme Court's decision. Dave James, ONN News. Columbus leaders are holding a public hearing today to talk about tighter gun laws after legal action opened a window to create stiffer gun control legislation. ONN's Clay Gordon explains. This would prohibit large caliber ammunition magazines containing more than 30 rounds by ordinary citizens. The opportunity to create such legislation came up after a Franklin County judge blocked a state law prohibiting cities from having more stringent restrictions than the state, saying the state violated Ohio's constitution. Those who oppose this proposal say it will become confusing to legal gun owners trying to understand where they can carry and where they can't carry. I'm Clay Gordon. The Cleveland Metropolitan School District received a gift of $20 million from billionaire philanthropist Mackenzie Scott, who is the ex-wife of Amazon's Jeff Bezos. School District CEO Eric Gordon announced the gift this morning, calling it a surprise. Not everyone has the same access to the Internet, and some rural Ohioans are hoping to narrow the digital divide. ONN's Amanda Fay in Toledo has more. Congressman Bob Latta is working with the FCC to create broadband maps all to help communities with no or little Internet get access. The FCC has finally produced uh, a uh, computer program that you can go to and put your address in and to show if you do or you don't have access and what the speeds are who uh, are your providers, et cetera. Congressman Latta has also introduced the Spectrum Innovation Act. The House passed it this year, providing safer Internet from outside threats. I'm Amanda Fay. A Big Ten hockey player says an Ohio State player called him a racial slur during a game. ONN's Tracy Townsend has the story. Michigan State's Jacker Joshua posted on social media that a Buckeye player called him a racial slur multiple times during a game on November 11th. He says the ref gave the player a game misconduct penalty, but nothing else has been done. Michigan State's athletic director and coach issued statements of support for Joshua. Here's the official statement from Ohio State. The Department of Athletics and the men's hockey program worked collaboratively with the Big Ten Conference to come to a resolution in response to the allegation of misconduct toward the Big Ten sportsmanship policy. I'm Tracy Townsend. Just before the U.S. men's national team's World Cup opener versus Wales yesterday, soccer fans in Cleveland received some exciting news. The Cleveland Soccer Group announced that the city has landed a Major League Soccer Next Pro expansion team. NextPro is a professional soccer league that shares an affiliation with Major League Soccer. Cleveland's team will begin play in 2025. And bragging rights are always a big deal when Ohio State plays Michigan, but the playoffs are on the line for both teams this year when they tangle at the shoe at noon on Saturday. ONN's Adam King has more with the Buckeyes head coach. Ryan Day, who is now 1-1 one and one against Michigan, knows more than anyone just how important Saturday is. It's, it's come down to this, um, you know, two undefeated teams playing in the rivalry game and you know, 100 the year anniversary of Ohio Stadium. So it's so emotional that you can, um, you can run yourself dry by the time you get to the game. You get so emotional during the week. So, you know, understanding that is important. A lot of our guys have played in this game now, so they they know what it's like. I'm Adam King. 
Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.